right, it is episode 113 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin, joined by my friend Brian Johnson. Brian, we're going to talk a little basketball. Uh, Lady Vikings uh, are now 6-2 and two on the season. They suffered a difficult loss to a very good uh, Logan team that is 8-0. But the Wildcats had been winning uh, games by about 20 points or more, and they had their hands full uh, at Ripley the other night. And the uh, Lady Vikes have a, um, a home game on Thursday against Shady Spring, and that's another difficult challenge. And I spoke with uh, Coach John Kennedy about the Logan game and the Shady Spring game. And Ripley, uh, the boys' team, now 3-2 and two after a loss uh, at Ravenswood. And, Brian, you were at that game. Tell us your thoughts. And you had a chance to talk with uh, Red Devil coach uh, Mick Price. Yeah, I thought Ravenswood played great, Rube. They were prepared. Uh, obviously, you have a coach that's won as many games as Mick has. Uh, he's going to have his kids ready to go. And and they were really playing off of that three-year losing streak they've had to the Vikings. They wanted to end that. Uh, we had a full house at the pit last night, one of the better environments that we've seen in a couple of years due to COVID. So, uh, you know, all in all, a tough loss for the Vikings, a tough night for them. But you really have to tip your, your hat to the Red Devils. They were ready to play. And I had a talk with uh, Ripley graduate Carter Casto. He's having some collegiate success in the state of Kentucky. Moving on to wrestling, the Ripley Middle School team is having a fantastic season. Uh, they went to a tournament in Cambridge, Ohio. There were 37 teams in the tournament, and Ripley won it by a comfortable margin. And uh, they're still competing this week at the Mountain State Clash. That is up at uh, Blennerhassett Middle School in Wood County. And, Brian, we have to tip our cap to Viking senior Brett Haskins. He picked up career win number 100. And the uh, Viking wrestling team is participating this week in the Wheeling Park Duels. Also in wrestling, I talked with the graduate Luke Miller, and he is experiencing some, some uh, success up at uh, West Liberty. Rube, uh, remember Viking Apparel, you want to get it, uh, go to one of our uh, better sponsors. That's uh, RipleyVikings.com. You can get hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and shorts. Everything you want to fill out your Viking wardrobe. Let's get started. The Logan girls basketball team came to Ripley on Tuesday evening as the number three ranked team in class AAA in West Virginia with a record of 7-0. The senior-dominated Wildcats came from behind to edge a determined Lady Viking team, as we hear now from head coach John Kennedy. Coach, uh, a really uh, exciting game as the uh, almost knocked off the unbeaten uh, Logan Wildcats, but uh, came up a little bit short, but the effort was definitely there. Yeah, the the effort with the girls that they gave, put out this evening for four quarters. You had uh, Sophie there in, in the huddles and out on the court telling the girls, "Come on, let's keep going, let's keep pushing. You know, let's give everything we've got." And, and they did. And the girls came in here after the game and they were upset. And there was a few of them that had tears. I mean, crocodile tears running down their face. I said, "Girls, knock it off. You just played one heck of a team. That was." A solid, solid team that's going to be in the state tournaments. I told him, I said, you know, down the road in the season, I can see us playing them in regional finals. I said, but if we're playing them in regional finals, both of us are moving on to the state tournament. And uh, I thought you had, uh, offensively, you had good balanced scoring uh, from your girls tonight. Yeah, we had, I think, just right off the top of my head, I think we had uh, Mac with, t with 20, Sophie with 18. I think Kiana had maybe – 
14, somewhere in there. And then Aaron Ryan had nine. Uh, Morgan had three. Nelly had two, I, I believe is what it was. Um, you know, in that second quarter, you know, we started extending that lead. We got up to 20 points. And then there was a couple where there was two possessions where we sagged off on the three-point line. And they hit two big threes right there that cut it to 14. And that momentum just shifted right there on us. And then in the second half, they just got us out of our offense. They started putting pressure on us. And like Coach Allen was just in there saying, he said when they put pressure on us full court, then it got our timing out of sync, our cuts out of sync, our, our passes. And it's just something that a very good team will do to you. And Logan had an excellent uh, defensive team, but also, man, at the free throw line, uh, their, their leading scorer, uh, Peyton Elderton, who will probably be All-State. Oh, uh, she so. hit uh, 13 of 13, I believe, on her way to 33 points. And uh, as a team, they hit 22 of 23. So that is difficult to overcome. It is, for sure. Um, what Coach and I are a little are disappointed in is our help defense was non-existent. And we have preached about that and preached about that step, take that extra step over. And they were just taking a little bureau step, a little sidestep, and finishing right beside of our girls that were in help defense. And that, that's unacceptable. If you want to go out and beat a top team in the state. You've got to make that little extra effort to take a charge or to get over and make her pull it up and pitch it out. If they knock it down from behind the arc after we've stopped dribble penetration, then okay, we'll shake their hands and move on. But to allow that to happen and get so many easy shots there where they just try to spread us out, uh, they, we've got to fix that. And it's not the coach and I aren't working on it. They've got to take it to the next step. And uh, speaking of tough teams, you've got another uh, tough game coming up uh, later this week. Yeah, we've got Shady Springs. They've got Richmond girl number 33. She's a player. And I saw, the, I think it was a week or two ago, she put up 41 against the team. So we're going to be facing another tough guard that uh, is offensively minded. She can play inside, outside. She can take you off the dribble. If we don't fix our help defense, yeah, we are in for another battle. Thursday night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Rube. I appreciate everything you do for these kids. Former Viking basketball player Carter Casto is now competing on the collegiate level at Midway University in Kentucky. As we hear in this conversation with Mike Rubin, the Eagles are riding a three-game winning streak, and Carter is the recipient of an academic recognition. We're talking on Viking 360 with the former Ripley High School basketball player. Carter Casto is now a basketball player on the collegiate level at Midway University in Kentucky. And uh, Carter, just bring us up to date on how everything is going for you at uh, Midway. Um, it's going pretty good. We're about halfway through the season, and we had a pretty good turnaround about halfway through after a pretty slow start. So with all that, it's it's going pretty good. And Carter, I noticed your team is on a uh, a three game winning streak, and I want to talk about that last game uh, when the Eagles put up 109 points in a game against uh, the University of the Cumberlands. What was that like to put up uh, uh, 109 points on the board in a game? Well, we came into that game with a lot of confidence because we had beat them earlier in the season, so we knew that we were going to put up a lot of points, and. Um, it was just really different because in high school most of our games were pretty low scoring and like it was it was just a fun environment to be in. And and, and Carter, uh, I believe according to uh, 
the uh, the website for uh, Midway that you have a new uh, coach this year in David Stump. Tell us about Coach Stump, Coach Jump. I'm sorry. Um, he's a, he's a great guy. I've I've grown pretty close to him this year, and I just really like his coaching style, and he's been great for us. And honestly, like he's he's super invested in in the players and the program. So I he's a he's a great guy. And Coach Jump is a graduate of Midway University, so it was going home for him. And uh, now, Carter, I want to talk about the academic side of playing uh, collegiate sports. And uh, I saw where for the second year in a row, uh, you were selected to the uh, athletic director's honor roll list uh, at Midway University. Um, congratulations on that, and, and obviously things are going well for you on the academic side as well. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of discipline and and just staying spending several hours in the library, especially close to finals week. And because in high school I didn't have the best grades, so that was one of the things I wanted to improve on in college. And so far, I've been I've been doing pretty well. And, and Carter, I noticed that you are listed as a business major. Uh, do you have any more specific plans on that? What type of business work do you see yourself being in? Five, ten years down the road. Well, I've, I've thought well, I've always thought about going into, into real estate. So I and I've changed my mind a lot throughout the years on what I wanted to do, and I feel like a business major is just the best option for me to keep my career options like open. Yeah. Well, Carter, uh, thank you for spending some time with us today, and. Congratulations not only on how things are going on the basketball court, but uh, how things are going uh, on the classroom as well. Good job. Thank you. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Ripley grad Luke Miller compiled an impressive record on the wrestling mat as a Viking. Now a freshman in college, Miller is beginning to compile victories for the Hilltoppers at West Liberty. All right, he is one of three Ripley High School graduates who's part of the elite wrestling program at West Liberty. And uh, it's Luke Miller. And Luke, thanks for being with us today on the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Ruth. Uh, Luke, um, I know it's uh, West Liberty is, is uh, as I mentioned, I believe they're uh, an excellent wrestling program. I, I believe you're currently ranked uh, number four, and you recently uh, picked up a couple of wins uh, for the Hilltoppers. Tell us about what it was like uh, to pick up those first wins on the collegiate level. Uh, well, uh, it, it took some time to get my first uh, collegiate win, which is, I understand I'm a freshman that's, uh, you know, filling in the spot for uh, a national, returning national champion, Tyler Warner, uh, for the time being. So uh, I wrestled several tough kids, and, you know, as a freshman, to finally get my first two wins, it, it feels good to get them under my belt, and I look forward to getting many more. 
And Luke, I, I know that you have, uh, as I mentioned, a couple of uh, former Vikings as teammates up there in the Morgan Brothers. Has that been uh, advantageous to you to have a couple of familiar faces uh, there on the team with you? Yes, it's uh, it's always good to go in there and, you know, see really people that I know and, you know, they know what I'm capable of and they are the ones that, like, push me the hardest in the wrestling ring. And as I mentioned, West Liberty has an excellent uh, wrestling program, and and uh, one of the guys, uh, one of the guys that you're facing uh, on a regular basis in practice is a, a two-time national champion in Ty Warner. What is it like to go up against uh, wrestlers of that caliber every day in in the practice room, and does that improve your wrestling skills? Uh, it, it for sure uh, improves my wrestling skills every single day going in there uh, wrestling excellent wrestlers you know i look at it this way like in the wrestling room there's nowhere to escape uh you're always wrestling talented wrestlers and i mean everyone's on the college level for a reason so look have you thought about uh, some goals for yourself this season uh, what would you like to accomplish what what is reasonable for you uh i would like to go you know better than 50 50 on my record and you know I don't. I haven't really set many goals, but I just want to get a better, just be a better wrestler overall. And and Luke, there's another uh, tournament going on up in the Wheeling area uh, this week as the the Vikings will up there be up there wrestling in the Wheeling Park duels. And I know that is a tournament that you're very familiar with. And um, will you have a chance to go watch the Vikings and tell us just a little bit about the competition they will be facing in that uh, tournament? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll actually get to go down there tomorrow. Um, so it'll be good to see my former teammates. And over Christmas break, I actually got to go in and wrestle with them. So that was that was good as well. Uh, the Wheeling Park Duels is put together with a lot of different teams from Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Just a lot of talented, talented teams up there and get quality mats out. And Luke, I understand that you are a business major at uh, West Lib, and, and how are things going uh, in the classroom for you? Uh, in the classroom, it's going very well. I finished my first semester with a 3.76, which is very good. I'm proud of myself for that, so I just look forward to you know finishing the second semester of my freshman year of college. Very good. And Luke, what is, what is the uh, practice uh, schedule like for you as on the collegiate level? How demanding is it? Uh, it's very demanding. You know, you have to have, you know, a dedication. You can't just come in here and just think that you're just going to be able to walk through practice and, you know, like I said before, just like hide in the wrestling room. Uh, you know, we, we practice two two times a day. Uh, we have study halls for, you know, grades. It's just everybody here is like a family, pretty much. That's the way I look at it. You know, and so... Therefore, like, it's good to be with your teammates all the time. So, Very good. Luke, it is uh, so good to hear from you, and good to hear that things are going well for you, not only uh, on the wrestling mat, but in the classroom as well. Congratulations. Thank you.
Brian, the uh, Vikings have had good success in recent years against uh, the Red Devils, but it did not happen that way this week as Ravenswood was victorious and Mick Price, one of the winningest coaches in the history of West Virginia high school basketball, had uh, you had a conversation with him? Let's check it out. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. Joined now by one of my friends and uh, one of my foes as well, a Viking rival for many years, but a guy I have the utmost respect for. Coming off of a big win last night, his team knocked off the Vikings. Congratulations to Coach McPrice and his team. And Coach, thanks for being with me. Hey, thanks, Brian. It's always great being with you and, and always have appreciated uh, the friendship that we have developed over the years. And I know there's two times in a year that you're not going to be pulling for us, and I understand that. <laughs> and and But it's what makes it great, and it's been like that for years. Celebrating our 100 years, we know that. We've gone back through the back through the annals. Uh, Coach Canterbury and I have looked at a bunch of yearbooks and gone back through, and it always seems like those two games on the schedule are always special for all the people of Jackson County. Coach, congratulations on a good win last night over the Vikings, our Vikings. But, uh, you know, we, we got to give you guys some mad respect. I thought you had a fantastic game plan uh, coming into that ball game. We had a decided size advantage on you in the paint. I thought your guards did a fantastic job of pressuring the basketball on the perimeter, making it difficult for us to get the, the basketball into where we had an advantage. Uh, and, and just hats off to you guys, man. I mean, it was a fantastic game, a packed pit with a great atmosphere, and it was great to be back in that setting again. And, you know, Brian, that's something that I, as a coach, had not thought about too much because, you know, when you're coaching, you're coaching for execution. And even though last year you could hear the ball bounce and you could, you know, you could, I could yell out about anything I wanted from the bench. Well, last night you couldn't, yeah. you know. Because the, the crowd was in a frenzy last night for most of the game. It was pretty close most of the game. And there was, you know, this back and forth game. And both, you know, I, I thought the, the fans saw, a, you know, a really good high school basketball game between two pretty good teams. And, I, you know, and I know that one of them was going to be disappointed at the end. But when you're talking about a game plan, it doesn't matter what we as coaches do as a game plan. It's executed by the players. And I thought our players really had a good focus last night and they had a good attitude going into it, and they knew what they needed to do to be successful. And when your kids can imp- implement that, well, it always makes you look good as a coach. And when you win, it covers up some of the warts that you didn't do well, and that's some of the things we talked about today. But, you know, we knew that Ripley had a decided height advantage, and we knew that they had kids that could shoot the ball. You know, so it was going to be a tough game for us. And um, we made some key shots at key times, and we did a pretty good job being aggressive offensively. And uh, I think that helped us in the end. I wasn't too pleased the way we shot fouls at the end of the game. You know, we missed seven foul shots in that fourth quarter, and that's when you've got to make hay. And we didn't do a very good job at that. That's something we got to clean up. But um, it, it was a good win. And, you know, Brian, we haven't, we haven't beat Ripley since 2018. And, and, you know, some of the kids that played on this team that I didn't realize last night, have never beat Ripley in anything. I wasn't going to bring that up, Coach. I wasn't going to. I wasn't well, going to do that. It's, to a, you. it's a fact. I mean, you got to face facts. You can't hide from stuff like that. I mean, you know, you go out and you try to perform and you do the best you can, and many times you come up short, and you just got to shake your opponent's hand and say, "Hey, you did a good job tonight." You know, that's just the way. That's that's part of life. And I think if our kids look, we don't have anybody that's going to play at UCLA, North Carolina, Syracuse. We don't have anybody that's going to Duke. You know, there's right. nobody right. on that floor that's going to do that. If that's all I'm worried about, then I'm 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 wrong. 
Right. If, these kids, if I'm just worried about shooting and dribbling, I'm wrong. We have to understand that life's not easy. And there's going to be tough situations, and you're going to get knocked down. And, you know, what are you going to do about when you get knocked down? You, you can either, you know, oh, woe is me, or you can do something about it. And, you know, and we've tried to teach our kids that. And I want them to be respectful of the opponent, and I want them to make sure that they can say thank you and look somebody in the eye and shake their hand when they when they meet them or, or greet them. I want them to have a whole bunch of other skills other than just dribbling and shooting. And I hope that in our basketball program, we've given kids those avenues to make them a good husband, a good adult, a, a, a person in the community that's going to be supportive and do, do things in the community uh, as well as whatever their job is, and then to be an employable person, someone that you'd want to employ. I, I look at that a whole lot more than I do just shooting and dribbling. Coach, you've done that. I mean, to your and uh, Coach Canterbury's credit and all the other uh, coaches that have come through there with you, you guys have done a fantastic job of that. I mean, even to this day, you get out of, of high school and you get away from that rivalry a little bit and, and – you know, I've become friends with a lot of those guys that uh, have come through your program, and I'm not going to say a lot of good things about them because they're my friends, but uh, pretty good guys, Coach, and I, I think you guys yeah. have done a fantastic job. Well, I always appreciate that. Coming from you, it means a lot because, you know, we, we hold you in the highest regard, Brian. You have always been so good to us, and I know you've been so fair to us, and uh, and I understand it, and, you know, I've listened to many of your radio broadcasts, and you do. You guys do a wonderful job. And, uh, you know, the people of Ripley should be proud to get somebody like you that's in their corner. Thanks, Coach. We appreciate that. But, hey, listen, it's great catching up with you. Enjoy the win, but we're coming after you in a couple of months when you come over to the health center. We're going to be uh, – we're going to have those fans hyped up and ready to go. It should be a great environment, and hopefully it will be another great game. Well, uh, we we – always expect that when we come over there and we understand it so we know what we're going into so we're not going to be blind when we come over there we got it that's ravenswood high school head coach mick price coach thanks again for the time thanks brian always great catching up with you have a great day remember for all the news on the blue Go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications. Welcome back inside Viking 360, joined now by a former classmate of mine, a 19, should I cough when I say this, a 1993 graduate, Melanie Mosser. Uh, our classmates will remember you as Melanie Hartley, but Melanie, thanks for being with me. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So let's talk Lady Viking hoops. It's been a couple of years since uh, you've uh, put on the Viking uniform and played uh, there in the health center, but uh when you look back at it now, Melanie, uh, I know you have some fond memories, and, and a lot of friends were made uh, playing basketball at Ripley High. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those were my glory days, you know. Met some of my best friends there with that program. Um, had some really good coaches as well. And um, some things, you know, whenever you're playing sports and stuff, you don't only realize the skills of the games and learn how to get better there. You take the, what you learned there 
you take it off the court as well and, um, you know, put that into your everyday life. So, yeah, I learned a great deal with the Viking program. Tell me about uh, maybe some, maybe the moment that stands out most to you uh, when you think back. Uh, maybe the best moment, maybe a, a big night you had scoring-wise or just a big win. Maybe something that stands out to you from uh, just a few years ago, Mel, back in the 90s. <laughs> you know what, Brian? All those all those days were big, big memories for me. Like I said, you know, the friendships that I gathered there, you know, you had Cassie Skeens and Lindy Durst. Uh, Rita Count, still one of my best friends to this day. Strovey, you know, as a point guard. Um, matter of fact, last weekend, whenever our girls matched up, Ripley and Ravenswood, I ran into Stacey Cranfield. Um, and, you know, it's just like whenever you run into these girls that it's like you never missed a beat you know Deanna she's a a Ravenswood girl now as well Deanna Wolf Um, you know we just all came together we had each other's backs throughout school and on the court as well Um, I tended to get in a little bit of foul trouble a lot Um, you know that was kind of my my style of the game you know I tried to hustle and get the steals and get the uh the basket down it or the ball down into Anita's hand so she could uh put some scores on the board either her or Lindy so yeah it was exciting times and again just some really really lifelong friendships established you know being a part of that class with you and us graduating together I do remember how close you guys were as a team obviously I wasn't with you guys every day and and practice and all that but really from an outsider's perspective and coming to the games and being in class with you guys I do really remember you guys having a great relationship as a whole as a team Absolutely. Yeah, there was no, uh, you know, during practices and stuff, you were up against each other and put the competitiveness there just in practices. But when we stepped on the court as a team, we were a team. And, you know, even walking down the hallways there at Ripley High School, we were all we were a team. And that's just how it was in season, out of season. You know, uh, several of us played different sports. You know, we had softball girls, volleyball girls. We ran, I ran track myself. Um, you know, we were a team throughout the year. All four years of my high school, I considered all those girls part of my team. And you guys knew your role. I mean, you talk about uh, you being kind of the enforcer, getting in foul trouble. You talk about Kathy, you know, handling the basketball. You talk about Anita and her, you know, how good she was. Uh, but everyone knew what was expected of them, and I, I think that's what made you guys successful. Absolutely. That's what makes a good team. You know, you don't want to be competing against each other. You know, at the end of the day, you do have your own role. It's not just about who's, who put the buckets on the board. That's not, you know, that's the statistics and the books that looks great. Um, but, you know, you've got some uh, movers and shakers that doesn't, you know, always uh, flow over into something that you can put into writing. It's you need to be there to see it, the energy that's created on the court. Uh, the dynamic that uh, a team can have whenever you take away that jealousy factor. And that does, that that deters some teams. And for sure, throughout my Viking career, I didn't face any of that. Well, let's fast forward to, to now, Melanie, uh, setting in, in the health center, a place you spend a lot of time, as we talked about here, uh, as a lady Viking basketball player. Watching your daughter play, uh, you were wearing red and black, which I still haven't completely gotten over, but, you know, it's all good. Um, But talk about that. I mean, uh, you're a Ripley girl. You got a daughter uh, that's a Ravenswood girl. Uh, How how was it for you to sit in there and watch her play? And and she she played very well uh, also, might I add. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Brian. Yeah, she's a great athlete. Um, you know, it is a bit hard to not uh, wear my Viking blue, but, you know, my sister, she's got kids over there still. Carla, uh, she actually was a devilette in the day, and now she's over supporting the Vikings, and here I am in Ravenswood supporting the <laughs> devilettes. Um, but I will always... Uh, I will always, always, always support my children first and foremost. Uh, my son, Logan, he also plays for the Ravenswood Red Devils. So um, I wear red and black almost on a daily <laughs> basis because I'm in a gym almost every single night. Melanie, talk about Macy. Uh, I really felt like we hit the rewind button back to the early 90s watching her play. Looks like you, plays like you. Uh, it was it was fun for me because I felt like I was you know maybe thirty years younger than I actually am, uh, but uh, she's fun to watch, Mel. I mean, really reminds me a lot of you. Yeah, I love watching her too. She's super tough. She's aggressive. I mean, she's quick on her toes. She has an excellent defensive stand. Her hips switch real quick. Um, that makes her adjust to her opponents really really easily. Um, it's super cool to watch her come from behind and catch a player that's, you know, got an open break and she can swoop it from behind and make that still and uh, throw the ball all the way down the court for an assist at the other end for us. It's just super cool to watch her. She's all excited. Her teammates are excellent girls. They have that dynamic as well. Um, you know, these girls are friends on and off the court. They're at my house all the time. Um, they just gel very, very well. There's no jealousy there on that team. Everybody understands their roles. Uh, we've got those that are higher scorers. We've got people like Macy that's on the ground diving, stealing, um, you know, a game changer, really. That's what it's all about. Macy's really good at that. And I, I mean, it's so exciting to watch her play. I mean, I just can't even express how awesome it is to watch her. She does great, you know, getting her rebounds as well. And, you know, the shots that she makes, she does, she is, she does add to uh, scoring. They're never easy shots. It's always outside. You know, mm -hmm. she can either nail three or a quick jumper at the elbow. You know, it's just, um, it's just awesome to watch them. You talk about your foul trouble. She got in foul trouble, uh, Saturday, Lady Vikings won that one, I think, 48-40. to 40. Uh, But had she stayed on the floor and not got in foul trouble, that could have been a different result because she was a difference maker on both ends. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, you know, but you got 5,000 a game, and um, you don't, you hate to come off the court with three. You know, you got to use them if you're aggressive and then play the style that she plays. I do hate though there at the end whenever that fifth foul really does kind of matter and it takes you out of the takes you out of the game. But she uh, she's a supporter there on the bench there at the end because she knows her girls can step up to the plate to make it happen. It just didn't fall in our favor Saturday. What jumped out to me, Melanie, after she uh, fouled out, she walked off the floor looking at her teammates. She still had a smile on her face. Seems like a very fun kid, very pleasant girl to be around, and uh, I, I just enjoyed uh, watching her play completely. Yeah, she definitely, she's got that smile on her face all the time. Like I said, these girls, she's got amazing teammates and really great coaches. Um, you know, it's just a joy. It's such a joy. I'm excited that they're all having fun. Things are starting to click for them. And they're, they're a fairly young team. They do have three seniors this year. Um, you know, Lydia Alford's been injured for most of her career here. Um, but she's getting back into it. And Lydia's there, you know, 
for um, you know her support and her enthusiasm that she gives our girls as well. And you know you got Libby Hall; she's an excellent outside shooter. Um, she can put up the threes when needed. Um, and then Lindsey Carroll underneath the basket, pounding the boards, uh, trying to get her offensive rebound. So um, you know that can be a game changer as well. Mel, it was great catching up with you. Best of luck to Macy and the Lady Devilettes the rest of the season. But I know for a fact you got a blue shirt on underneath all that red. If if when <laughs> when when you first take that red and black off, I know there's some blue and white on Mel. I know that has to be happening. Understandable, Mel. Best of luck to you guys. Thanks for taking the time, and uh, we'll hope to talk to you soon. Okay, Brian, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys.